I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this season, new customers can bet $5 and win 200 free bets instantly. Download the app, use code VSIN. It's that easy when you sign up. VSIN, got to be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. Here we go, full hour, locked and loaded with the maestro. Mike Palm is the VP of Circa Sports in downtown Las Vegas, along with the Golden Gate and the D. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Hey, good Mike. morning, Westerly, Rhode Island. All of our loyal Nesson family that's watching Evergreen Park, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquee. We see you. Brandon Manitoba watching on Rogers Sportsnet. Oh, Canada. McMurray, Pennsylvania in the Pittsburgh area on AT&T. And it's a long day living in Reseda, California, sunrise over Spectrum. Oh, there we go. As always, very good. Let's begin here with the pro tip that we didn't get to last hour, but we'll Ooh. start with the pro tip of this we hour. We've got to double up this hour then contractually. Too. Sure. Um, and this, this is coming from me specifically. I, I think I realized this year I'm no longer going to bet specific season-long leader props. For example, most Ks, most hits, most stolen bases. And the reason why is I can't, in Las Vegas, I can't get out of them. And I like to be able to maybe lock in a profit. I had Rodon 50 to 1 most strikeouts. The only way I could possibly get out of that was to bet Garrett Cole individual game props over, but that might I might lose both bets then. So I don't like it. I my advice, I told myself this now, I'm not gonna do it anymore. And you can get all these available at uh, vsin.com pro tips every single hour. What say you on that pro tip? I will not make a bet that I can't take a position off of. Or I don't like to say hedging. I think hedging is the wrong word. I think the word is monetizing your position. Like, you know, I know you guys had a discussion yesterday. Paul, early on, liked the Mets to win the East before the season. You talked about it. We we talked about it because I like the Phillies. We're trying to beat the Braves. You like the Mets. You were there with the Mets. You got yourself in a great position with their big lead. And then you monetized the bet by taking the Braves. It wasn't a position where you didn't believe in the Mets anymore. But you monetized your ticket in case... The impossible happened, and it sure did. Not only did they blow the big lead, they have to blow all three games in Atlanta with their top three pitchers, and they did. So it's it's monetizing it. It's I won't bet a game anymore that doesn't have in-game. This is why it's important for sports books to have consistency if you consistently know they're going to book in-game. If they're haphazard, then you can't even make a pre-flop bet. I don't want to be stuck for 90 minutes or two hours with a bet I can't get out of. You know, the, the Cy Young market's weren't as good as they are now, where they still, you know, you can still get them to September 1st sure. in most places. 
You know, I had Maeda at 125 to 1 to Bieber three years ago. He finished his second. But at that point, there was no way I could get off the ticket in September. So what did I have to do? I had to keep beating Bieber every start, right? I just bet Bieber, bet Bieber, bet mm-hmm. and I had to lay 2 to 1, 210, 220. Yeah. But that's the only way I could hedge the ticket, you know, and hope that Bieber blew up. But as he kept going, he, he became right. the unanimous Cy Young. So you love betting soccer. Mm-hmm. And I think yesterday was maybe an example of that. Yep. If you notice a soccer game is not going to be mapped, or listed on the in-play, you're off pregame. Well, you have to hope that early in the day there's an in-play game because then when there's one in-play game, it lists the others that are going to be in-play. It used to be every game was in-play, but now it's a select menu. I mean, we only had two Champions League games that were, were in-play here in town yesterday, uh, or at least that you could get a bet down on it, and, and one Championship League game in England where, you know, two years ago you would have had seven games in the Champions League and whatever there were, six or seven games in champ. So... But if you don't know and there hasn't been an in-game in game offered yet, then I have to wait to bet the first in-game number till it posts. Yep. I don't want to get stuck in that position. Yep. I want to be able to lock in a profit as early as I can. I'll give you an example. Uh, betting baseball a couple years ago, when it came to our attention that the Guardian schedule, at the time the Indian schedule, was, they were way back of the Twins, I believe, yeah. at the time, right? Yes. And it opened up for the next two months. They were going to catch up to the Twins, and they were going to make up like a 12-game deficit, right? And they were a huge number to win the division. Well, if you bet the Indians at the time at that huge number, hoping they would make up that deficit, which they did, by the way, when they made it up and eventually tied the Twins, you could have found the Twins around even money. And that's exactly what happened, and it worked out beautifully. So this was the thing, and I didn't pull the trigger early enough. But my biggest baseball bet of the year, and I bet – 100, 200 on different Cy Youngs or this. I bet a $3,000 three-team division prop. Dodgers, Astros, Brewers. We talked about this before the year started. You know, the Brewers The Brewers were up four or five games on the Cardinals. You could have got the Cardinals plus 250, plus $3 to hedge that bet. It was clear the Dodgers and Astros were winning yeah. their divisions, yeah. right? I, I, I waited too long, and I only got plus 135 on the Cardinals as, as the hedge. Although I should have made should have made the the, the three teamer the hedge right because the, the Brewers were were circling the drain quick and then when they traded Hater it was sort of fly, a white flag at, at that point raising the white flag but you have to be able to do that you almost I almost only you make a bet in order to be able to take the other side at some point mm-hmm. you're also very good at mm-hmm. uh, finding spots to bet round robins and so we brought this up yesterday I think you're probably better than we are at explaining round robins as well. Uh, I thought yesterday was a good spot to bet some Ron Robbins in baseball by twos and threes. If the Diamondbacks got there last night, everything gets there in Major League Baseball for us, and it would have been a huge day. They didn't, but betting a Ron Robin and not a straight parlay was the reason why as threes they came in. Yeah, yeah I think when you're betting a Ron Robin, which is a permutation of, of parlays, you know, you bet four teams, and then you can pick how many ways. Do you want all the two-team parlays, all the three teams you know, the six twos, the four threes, and do you want the, the four-teamer? There's 11 different ways you can bet it. Yep. And it goes up as it goes on. Always set one game out late that's later than the rest, that you don't have undecided results in two games at the same time, so you can't make a, a clear monetization of your ticket. Um, I like to do it when there's a certain theory that you're following. Um, when you cleaned up with the hockey. Well, that was all on the theory of... Off the, the bite. You bet the team that has already played a game off their winter break. Versus a team that has not played yet. Uh And that's how I hit that eight-team round robin, just using that theory. Now, it got down. I had six in, and I had the two last games. I end up hedging off about 27,000, but still made about 80 on the ticket, right? Because Mm -hmm. all eight of them hit. Yeah. All eight. The the theory's been over 90% the last few years. Yeah. You know, it's it's incredibly strong. So when you would play an eight-team round robin, Mm -hmm. how how many legs are you actually playing of that bet? I always play all the twos. Right? So how do you know how many twos there are? Eight times seven divided by two. It's a permutation, a mathematical. So there's 28 That's twos. That's 28, yeah. I generally will play all the twos, and then I'll play either the sixes and sevens or the sevens and the eight. In that case, I played the twos, the sixes, the sevens, and I didn't play an eight. Oh, the two sixes and sevens. Oh, there was a ton of bets. Oh. I only bet it for $50 away. And how many? So it, how, p- it paid over, it, it paid over, it was like 104000 And how many bets that, overall was it, though, at 50 bucks it pop? Oh, it, it was... The ticket was like $4,000. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was betting yesterday round robins like by twos and threes. Four-team round robins. I never played the four. 
Uh-huh. I played twos mm-hmm. and threes. So ten, ten ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I also played only threes on one of them as well. Uh-huh. So that was my theory yesterday going in. with Again, it was just like Phillies won the night before. What did they care about the game yesterday? Well, they didn't want to win yesterday. They didn't want to no. win. He no. and I had a long phone conversation yesterday no. about why would you want to go to New York? You don't want to go to – I don't know why the Padres were winning once they clinched. Yeah. Why do you want to go to New York? They can't go to New York. That Phillies of all things – and the lineup they right. put out there last night looked like they didn't want to win. Absolutely, yes. And they were no hit into the ninth. Very yeah, very good. Uh, I saw Chris Piper here the other day. At 4 a.m. he was in the gift shop. He hasn't left. He's, he's, he's going to be here all weekend. He's, he's Derek, on the show front. Derek's having some re, uh, reunion of all the champions from last year, right? Uh-huh. All the guys that did well. There's four or five of them coming out. Derbify and Piper and all these guys. I know Piper's been here, I think, since Tuesday. Yeah. So Piper hanging out, having and, a good time. Yeah. Piper had 30 entries. He's down to What's one. What's he got? One left. That's it. Can't get the survivor no. empathy. No, no, I can't. No. <laughs> you got to be tell completely people, out. Tell people about this. I saw this, the video. This is, this is really incredible. Yeah. So Derek, he was so upset. All these people got knocked out. Right? He was. He, 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 let's be honest. He got knocked out. His survivor back home that he's been playing in for eighty-five years or whatever he claims <laughs> that ended on week two. Yes. Only one person was left after week two. What? Yeah. So he he was sick about it, right? And all this. So the first theory he had was, well, let's start. A, let's do another survivor for people that got knocked out. Well, how can you? Everybody has to come back to Las Vegas. That's the problem. Yeah. Can't guarantee a big one. So he says, so let's do something. So we created a thing where they get a free hotel room and a day bed at, at Stadium Swim. Um, so it's Monday through Thursday, November 7th through January 5th. Uh, if you did three or more entries, you get three free nights at any of the three hotels. If you did two or one entries, two nights. And you also get a day bed at, at Stadium Swim. So if you wanted to, Monday night football, Thursday night football. But we said you had to be knocked out, not still in. I think we're at like 72 people have booked a trip. You fill out a form online. Jeff Benson's team confirms you were there, and then they call you and book your, your stay for you. Hit the sports book. Okay. Beautiful. So I'm out. I have four entries. I get three nights now? Yes. Yeah. Oh. You, get, you get three nights. But how about the people like... Oh, that's awesome. How, a guy had four entries. He's got two left. He's outraged. He doesn't get the package. Well, the package is for people who are... He's very angry, Derek. How could he get screwed like that? It's uh, it's amazing, human beings. They're really the strong complaints about <laughs> yeah. this. Sir, sir, that's like saying, "Why is Derek given to Catholic charities? He could be given to me." I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, he has two left. Yeah, and he's mad. outraged because two of his are out. So why wouldn't yeah. he get the two nights in the day? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll trade yeah. spots with that guy. Yeah, exactly. You, you want to take get the my free nights? Take I'll take three nights. Yeah, you can have all three nights. <laughs> I'll take the two two survivor. It's like the pandemic. I'll pay for your flight. Well, can you at least stay at my hotel? Yeah. I mean, Christ. Yeah. That's right. right. Oh, good oh, recall, Paul. Terrible. Terrible. I'm booking your plane right to I come out here. Can you stay at my hotel yeah. at least? No. <laughs> These no. some people, I know. Oh, Unbelievable. That's a great offer. Yeah. Excellent job. That's really going to take off. Good. How many people? 72? I you think said? 72, and we just, I think we put it out good last job. Thursday. Good job. Mm. Oh, you were texting me. If the Packers went down, Ooh, we'd, we'd be down, down to, to like five. 530, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We then what are we going to do? Then you would have your bet about not making Christmas would have been a huge favor. Absolutely. Yeah. At this point, it would have been 530. And if the Vikings don't hang on against the Lions and come back, we're down to three hundred. Yeah, think about that. He's got a, he's calls. he's got Paul. He's got a buddy telling him this is the week to use the Bills. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Don't you have to save them for Thanksgiving? I think they're not going to punt if they play the Lions, right? I think you have to save them for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thought process too is people won't use them, and maybe there's. But don't you want it? You're games, down but... to twenty people on Thanksgiving. Don't you want to have the bills in your pocket? I kind of would a... like to have that. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. And yeah. if you want to hedge, you you, get, you can take the points or the money line yeah. on the Lions. Another right? good call. Uh-huh. Another yeah. good call. The biggest gaffes of the previous week up next with no hyperbole here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Temperature, temperature might be cooling Here off. All sports heating up at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go to book. All the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college, basketball, and hockey. Now's the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit. Use the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app today. It's a whole new game. Let's rumble. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. All right, here we go. Number five, insane in the tum pain. Last <laughs> Tuesday night at City Field in New York, the Mets took on the Marlins in a game that could be circled as one of the reasons why the East was lost. Trailing 6-3 to three and with two outs in the bottom of the eighth, Mets second baseman Jeff McNeil reached on an infield single against Marlins reliever Richard Blyer. During the next at-bat to first baseman Pete Alonzo, Blyer was called for not one, not two, but three consecutive balks by first base umpire John Tumpain, bringing McNeil around to score. Blyer became the first pitcher since Pirates Jim Gott in 1988 to be called for three balks in one inning. In 303 big league appearances before Tuesday, Blyer had never been called for a balk. After the game, Blyer said, words cannot describe what happened to that inning. I don't know, it was wild. It's the same move I've been using for 300 innings, and here we are. I watched the video, and I completely disagree. Tampain called him for not coming to a complete stop. You may remember John Tampain, who became a full-time Major League Baseball umpire in 2016 for a fateful afternoon in Pittsburgh on June 28, 2017. That afternoon, Tampain was out taking a stroll when he noticed a woman climbing over a railing above the Allegheny River. Tampain rushed over and locked both of his arms around the woman's back. He told the woman he cared about her and she would be all right. The woman told Tom Payne, quote, I want to end it. I want to be in a better place. At times, she dangled both feet off the bridge's edge, putting her full weight on Tom Payne's arms. But Tom Payne prevented her from falling to the river until police and an ambulance arrived and helped lift her back over the railing. Since that day, the Pirates are 330 and 457, a 419 winning percentage. A better place? No. Number four. <laughs> Hail Mary challenges. As 689 Circus Survivor entries held their breath into the fourth quarter at Lambeau on Sunday, the 10-point favorite Packers were tied at 24 with the New England Patriots. Green Bay faced third and eight from the Patriots' 40 with just over two minutes remaining. Aaron Rodgers connected with Romeo Dubs in the end zone, but Dubs failed to maintain possession of the ball as he hit the ground and the ball touched the ground. 
The officials correctly ruled the pass incomplete. On the Packers' sideline, head coach Matt LaFleur was ruminating over challenging the call. Assistant quarterback coach Connor Lewis had seen the replay and was in LaFleur's headset telling him not to challenge. The situation was obvious. The Packers had to punt to the Patriots, having two timeouts. If they force a three and out, the worst case scenario is they get the ball near midfield with a minute to go. An unsuccessful challenge would mean the Patriots could essentially run out the clock before overtime. And yet, LaFleur challenged. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Packers pinned the Patriots at their own two. The Patriots ran the ball three times and punted back to the Packers with less than 10 seconds remaining. The game headed to overtime, where New England took over at midfield after a Packers punt, but stalled and punted on fourth and five from the Packers 46. 12 plays later, Mason Crosby kicked a 31-yard field goal as overtime expired to give the Packers a 27-24 victory. Why did Lafleur challenge? After the game, he said, I'm not too proud of that moment. It was an emotional decision, but a great learning lesson. You can never make the emotional decisions in the heat of battle. You know better. You have to survive the Brown. Connor Lewis, he's up in the box. He's in my ear telling me I don't think so. He said we shouldn't challenge. I just made an emotional decision. It was almost like throwing a Hail Mary. That could have came back to bite us in the butt. I'd rather learn from that being on this side. Thank God our guys bailed me out. Definitely my worst decision of the day. Maybe Matt LaFleur should worry more about trusting his coaches and making rational decisions than firing up the Packer fans and being their head cheerleader. His offense looked lost for most of the day against the Patriots defense that gave up 37 to the Ravens. Number three, PJ row the boat aground. I've given Minnesota's P.J. Fleck credit for being the best game manager in football, not just in college football, but the NFL as well. The game in Minneapolis on Saturday against Purdue has me questioning my assertion. Let's start out with the very first thing about that game that troubled me, a game that I cashed an under-52 under ticket on. 21st-ranked Minnesota was a 12-point favorite throughout the week. When it was announced on Friday that Boilers quarterback Aiden O'Connell would return to the lineup after a one-game absence. The line dropped to nine and a half. At no point during the week did anyone out of the Minnesota camp, or anyone else for that matter, suggest that Gophers tailback Mohamed Ibrahim would not be available to play in the game after suffering a very minor ankle injury the week before. He was listed on no injury reports. Flex said after the game, Mo was close to going. I thought he might go, but we're always going to be on the safe side with our players. Now on to the game. Trailing 7-0 with 345 remaining in the first quarter, Minnesota faced 4th and 1 from their own 29-yard line. Fleck decided to go for it and bought in backup quarterback Cole Kramer to try to make the line to gain. It didn't happen as Kramer was pushed back and the Gophers took over in field goal range. They tacked on 3 more points to take a 10-0 lead and would win the game 20-10. Fleck said after the game, quote, I felt like we needed to do something. It only cost us 3 points, but it was worth it. I would do it again. We have to be able to get fourth and one. We have to get something moving. What? So what if you make it? You have first down and 10 on your own 30. How is that momentum? The reward to risk profile just isn't there. I need to revise my previous statement. Fleck may be the best game manager with a lead. He is brilliant at taking the clock down to nothing in the fourth quarter by calling a disciplined game and using every second of the play clock. But when he isn't on the choo-choo, it's a whole different ball game. That is the reason why he's 2-19 when his teams trail at halftime. Oh. Number two, Houston, we have a problem. Friday night, the Tulane Green Wave took on the University of Houston Cougars in Texas. Even though Tulane was on its third-string quarterback, the game went to overtime tied at 21. Houston won the toss and elected to go on offense. The Cougars gained seven yards on three plays and facing fourth and three from the from the 18, kicked a 36-yard field goal. Tulane took three plays to get into the end zone and won the game 27-24. Why would Houston coach Dana Holgerson elect to go on offense first in overtime? Well, let's listen to him explain. We went back over the last six years, um, and uh, over the last six years, 54% of the teams that had the ball first won. Okay, over the last three years, 56% of the teams uh, that had the ball first won. I think that's enough to move the needle. You know, so everybody's like, well, you can't do that. Well, what do you mean you can't do that? They give us an option to be able to do it. So the analytics say do it. Um, I'm, I'm uh, <clears throat> not worried about 
the perception of not doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, you know, uh, unconventional ways of doing things give you better odds of being able to be successful. I'm going to do it, and if there's criticism involved in it, then I don't care. To refute Holgerson's logic, I'd like to call on Baltimore Ravens head coach John Harbaugh, explaining why he didn't elect to kick a field goal on fourth and goal from the two, tied with Buffalo 2020, with just over four minutes remaining on Sunday. Well, I I felt like it gave us the best chance to win the game because seven, the worst that happens is if they go down the field and score, and I think we'll get them stopped, but if they go down the field and score a touchdown, the worst thing that happen is that you're in overtime. But you kick a field goal there, now it's not a three-down game anymore. It's a four-down game. And you're, you're putting them out there. You're putting your defense at a disadvantage because they've got four downs to convert all the way down the field and a chance to, again, score seven, and then you, you lose the game on a touchdown. So... And then the worst thing, the other thing, you think you're going to get the ball at the two-yard line. So I'm very confident in our defense. Defense's ability to stop them down there with the ball on the two-yard line. So we got them backed up. If we don't get it, it didn't turn out that way, unfortunately, and we lost the game. So hindsight, you could take the points. But if you look at it analytically, I understand why we did it. Well said, Coach Harbaugh. Could you give Coach Holgerson a call? And number one, for the love of Christ. On Sunday night, the University of Wisconsin announced it had fired head coach Paul Christ during his eighth season on the job. Defensive coordinator Jim Leonard was named interim coach. Wisconsin was off to a 2-3 and three start to the campaign, including upset home losses to Washington State and Illinois. But did Wisconsin make the right decision in firing Christ? He was 67-26 and 26 at Wisconsin, 43-18 and 18 in Big Ten play. Bo Pelini was 67-27 and 27 at Nebraska, 39-17 and 17 in conference. Jim Harbaugh, who started at Michigan the same year Chris did at Wisconsin in 2015, 66-24, 44-17 in the Big Ten. And since 2015 at Iowa, Kirk Ferentz, 66-27 and 43-20 and and in Big Ten play. How about bowl records? Pelini and Ferentz 3-3, three three, Harbaugh 1-5. Chris was 6-1 in bowls, his only loss to the Justin Herbert-led Oregon Ducks in the Rose Bowl in a game marred by an offensive pass interference against Wisconsin on a game-winning drive, a possible game-rimming drive. Chris' record compares favorably to all three, but let's throw out the Harbaugh comparison. Chris didn't make a playoff and doesn't have the NFL pedigree. Let's also draw a line through Polina. Nebraska's football expectations certainly exceed Wisconsin's. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, nothing for Mitch, but again, uh, Zach Lowe was baffled at this, and uh, I mean, it makes sense. Nuggets over, 50 and a half wins. They won 48 last year, and all they, they, it was Joker and... Uh, Bunch of JV players? I mean, he thinks they could contend for the one seed in the West. I'm on board. Nuggets over. And how about this? All tickets cash the same. English Championship League today. That's the league below the Premier League. Preston North End, West Brom under two and a half goals. Sit back, because here come the news. Here comes the news. This is every league game so far with Preston North End. Nil-nil. Lost 2 nothing. 1-1. one nothing. One nothing. Nil nil. Nil nil. Nil nil. One nothing. Nil nil. Nil nil. This is ridiculous. And they put keep putting up two and a halves. Two and they can't score. Look at these scores. Two nothing is the highest scoring game. And and what one five of the last six. No goals have been scored. Nothing. In league games, Preston North End will go under two and a half today against West Brom. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern, betrivers.com. Put a bow on this, Chris, in Wisconsin. A lot of people are ticked off. All right, let's wrap up number one, which is for the love of Chris. Wisconsin Fires head coach Paul Christ. Almost identical records to Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, Bo Pelini was at Nebraska, and Kurt Ferentz during the same time frame at Iowa. But let's draw a line through the Harbaugh comparison, as Chris didn't make a college football playoff and doesn't have the NFL pedigree of Harbaugh. Let's also throw out Polina. Pelini, Nebraska's football expectations certainly exceeded Wisconsin's expectations. At least they did 15 years ago. After all, the Huskers dismissed little Frank Solich, who was 58-19, and 33-15 in the Big 12, and two top 10 finishes. 
The closest true comp is Kirk Ferentz. Programs with similar track records and expectations. Critch matches up favorably with Ferentz on all counts and hasn't had to endure any controversies about a lack of inclusiveness in the football culture. Good luck to Wisconsin with apologies to the fray, figuring out who they are, who they are not, and who they want to be. Nebraska has yet to figure out who they are, and Michigan refuses to acknowledge who they are not. My biggest concern as somebody from that state who has watched Wisconsin football my entire life, and I can't watch them anymore. I I didn't watch one second of the Ohio State game. I never watched one second of the game last week. I can't do it. I think there's a chance they actually, it's going to be status quo, and they might get more conservative if they go Jim Leonard as head coach. What's going to change? Everybody from Wisconsin tell me, oh, you don't think he's going to recognize it. Why? Why? How does this guy change the offense? How is he going to recognize the right guy to bring in and identify to change this 330, you know, pound lineman kind of style where they bring in big bruising backs and kill you up front. Why would he change this? Give me the reasoning behind it. If I was Jim Leonard, I would have tried to find a spot where I already had a dynamic offense and that you could improve the defense. Here. There you go. I agree with your point. Who's he going to? Now, do you think they will name Leonard the permanent head coach at the end of the year? I think that'd they be a made mistake. It, they gave him an interim tag. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be a mistake. I think they have to blow the whole thing up and go in a different direction. That's what and, I think. And play 2020 football. The other thing, I think it was the if look who beat him though. No, the, uh, the guy who was there for a right. long time. Yeah. So maybe that that changed things. Bielema stung. Bielema comes Bielema to town. Stung. And, yes. Yeah. But it's just going back. You've been doing this. Yeah. You've had a couple of Rose Bowl runs, but that's just you get a quarterback for that's once. That's the recruit I mean, a guy who can play the position. You're 45 years old. You've watched this your whole life. One guy, like Russell Wilson, one year, and that, that, that's, that's the list. That is the list. Evolve. I, I'd like to see a market put up on who will be the next Wisconsin head coach. I saw, I'd, I'd I, like you. you oh, have you it? want some offshore? Do you have it? Got, he does. If you if you give me a second, I can find we'll bring some. Bring it up. Um, because I'll tell you the guy I'd put some money on. Barry Alvarez. It's what? time for him to come back. He coached <laughs> every bowl game. He coached. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Mitch. Barry Alvarez ran that same offense with the tailback. You run the ball, he and did. he won three Rose Bowls. He did. If Paul Chris had won three Rose Bowls, nobody would be talking about it. Oh no, no, he. You would know be, what I mean? Yep. Uh, Leonard's two to one. Bill O'Brien three to oh, one. Stop. Oh my oh, God stop. Almighty! I would oh, drive to the stratosphere to hire that guy. Uh, <laughs> the K- the K- Kansas coach. Yeah. Leipold. He's yeah. five to one. Yeah, he's got ties to that. He was really good in uh, a lower division. Uh-huh. It was Dave Aranda, former DC. There six to one. I'm very high on Dave Aranda, but why I would like he leave too. Baylor? Yeah. Because the Big 12's breaking up. Maybe uh, Matt Rule twelve, Tom Herman fourteen, Matt Campbell's. They're not going to go Matt Campbell sixteen. <laughs> Here we go with this hey, guy. Every, hey, he's I was position. on. I did. I did podcast now on this new Iowa Everywhere Network. And I, I bit my tongue as long as I could, but at the end I said, "Will somebody tell me about the myth of Matt Campbell?" The I, myth. Can't, I can't. I can't yes. do it. Did yeah. You see that play? They had third and eleven in the fourth quarter. They ran four routes for five. Each yeah. each receiver ran a five yard route on yeah. fourth and yeah. eleven. You're saying about him a couple of years ago was so good, Matt Mm-mm, Campbell? Mm-mm. Not good. Not yeah, good. Right. <laughs> not good at every close <laughs> game. We've been through it betting this guy. I, I tweeted it out. I gave I'll you give you one he more. Kicks the field goal. <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> it's a yard. Of course he hooks it. He's eighteen to one. This will never ever happen. But if somehow this would land and Wisconsin would hire this guy, I'd have to take a day off from celebrating. Brett Favre? Yes, it's Brett Favre. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Chris Peterson's 18-1. to 1. Oh. Now, what's his? Is it, oh, is it officially over? I thought He's it was doing, officially over. Doing that. Uh, maybe there's a, there's a job out there that would pique his interest enough to maybe say, ah, I got to take a peek there. I don't know. Funny but, what's going to happen with Matt Rule. This is a good race. What if the Colts look like garbage Thursday? What if Carolina vomits on themselves again Sunday? It's a good race for what if first co- Wow, yeah. They, I mean, both teams might get te- shut come out. On, Tepper, Tepper's the richest owner. I mean, this is you got to think enough's enough. You think rule? rule? Do you have a ticket on? No, rule? I do not have a ticket, but it's come I, on. I'd take Reich. I think, I think it could be yeah. over Friday. I think you're right. What's Reich right now in the market? Is is there a number up there? Mitch? First coach fired. Yeah. Let me let me take a peek. Good race. Although, although, you know. It's chaos in college. Rule, rule, we got guys going down every week. Rule, rule. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And, 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 and meanwhile, the guy at Auburn still has a job. I know. Carson, how bad are they? Absolutely. How bad are they? I know. The Mickey Mouse garbage they run. This I'm with is, Mitch. Uh, I like Tennessee in that game. Okay. LSU's. Is, I know. They no couldn't offense. move the ball. I'm, I'm no offense. None. Yeah. Zero. They couldn't move the ball against Florida State uh, either. How do they keep up with Tennessee? Yeah. They can't. I, I, Heupel's, uh, a, Heupel's another coach that could get a bigger job. 
if he wanted to get out of that, the SEC. See, that's the guy that I, I, I said know, a month right? ago. Wow, that's before to go to signed, Wisconsin? I'd say offer that guy. They, again, the Big Ten just How does that work with the money, though? I mean, it's, it's an SEC program. Well, I know that. Tennessee but, doesn't have money? Well, of course they do. Yeah. But the Big Ten, they, the just, they just signed this contract for like a zillion dollars. Yeah, you right. can offer the guy $100 million. Well, they don't, they don't tip it in Wisconsin. No, they, yeah, of course not. But Reich's 9-1 to as of last week. Yeah. Oh, nine to okay. As Very of last good. week, nine to one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you understand my frustration with the contest, at least with Circa Million. Survivor, I can't get enough of. And Mitch is right. We might get 10, 20,000. Who knows? But look at this now 18, one and one. And the guy has to split the money. Well, how about if you're 18 and two and you I got 13,000? I know. You think I'm going to win 150? God. I win 18 and two. Yeah. I'm 14, 5, and 1 in the contest. I'd be on the fourth page in the millions. Yeah. Right? I mean, yes. I wouldn't even get a sniff. Yeah. I'm, I'm four games back. Is it, you know, 4,500 people now, whatever it was. It's crazy. How about the, how about the booby guy? 2 and 18. 2 and 18 ATS. 2 and 8. You got to be 90%. Oh, you my gotta, you gotta, God. This is now, do, you, do you know anything about the booby guy? I thought the guy tweeted it out. It said that he, that he won the booby. He had a bad first week, and he said if he didn't go 4 and 1 the second week, he was, he was going to play to lose. Well, he only lost two. So, if, if what was the bad first week? Did, what did he do? One and four, one and four. No and kidding. Went, then went perfect right. the last. Oh. You know what I mean? That's yeah, great, great angle on that. That's bad, such a bad cool prize week. to offer. It is the booby, and then yeah. and then the the strategy it's, there, and what do you do if you have a piss poor first week? Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it becomes more interesting. What if you're like doing semi well and you have a hunt for the first hundred, but then you you then you go oh and uh, one and nine the first two weeks of a quarter. Do you try to hit the booby for the quarter and pick up the 25, or do you try to go forward and try to get into the top? I mean, what is it? It's 2,000 for 100th place. You know, mm-hmm. Man, I'd probably say go for the quarterly booby at that yeah. point. Because oh, there's it, only one winner. I mean, it's, I know. It's, it's, it becomes it's, a strategy question. But it's tough. To, if you go one and it's tough to survive that, a one and nine stretch and get back to. Be, um, yeah. Okay, so some uh, prices here are out and available mm-hmm. at DraftKings for these uh, wild card rounds in Major League Baseball. The Mets, well, we went back and forth on a text chain yesterday. You made the Mets 170. You made them 160. Yeah, that's the number. It's 170. Oh, very good. Yep. I'll take the Padres. So you would really? take the Padres. How would you line up your rotation? I don't know if we know any pitching matchups yet, but no, how would don't. you line up your rotations? I'd throw Scherzer first. Why? Well, DeGrom's, he's given up like three home runs and three or four starts. He's got a blister. I know. He's I trust hurt. Scherzer more right now. I think Cohen's fed up with the to go get. He's got to go get Verlander. Yeah. You can't anymore with this guy, DeGrom. Yeah. No, I. You're, I, you're I, anti Degrom too. Is just, it more so he wants forty he holds million? He never pitches. Yeah, I'm with you. So another team's gonna. What if it's the Braves? It gives him a huge deal. Oh, good for them. Then he can choke for them and <laughs> okay. make that All right. Um, <laughs> not that he choked, but I mean, you well, know, you get a few runs. Run. You get a few runs for a guy. How do you set up the Padres rotation? Is it automatic? You has got to be number one. He has to be number one. Why? Would you consider anybody else? No, it's not at home. It's not at home. It's not at home. Snell's but been great at home. I don't care. I'd still, I know, you still I'm have okay. to throw you. you well, he's the got first great numbers game. against the Mets. No, the question got, is the second game. Yeah, you has yeah. got to be the guy for I, game one. Musgrove? Yeah, I think it's Musgrove. The $50 million yeah. man, Joe Musgrove. All it right. paid him 50 and Snell's game three. All right. If it was at home, I'd throw Snell in game two. I agree with you there. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, so that's one series anyway. You take the well, Padres. I would take the Padres at, at plus 160, yes. Okay. They've uh, owned the Mets this year, too. They've done a good job. You has good numbers against him. We will get into the other series coming up next. And also, uh, controversy in the gambling world that really took off in the last week or so. It went viral. Mike worked a long time in poker rooms. His thought on what took place recently uh, coming up here on Follow the Money. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. The First Bet app's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Folks, sign up now. A lot of fireworks uh, this hour with the maestro, Mike Palm. He is the VP of Circa Las Vegas, the Golden Gate and D in downtown Las Vegas. And we kicked around the one playoff series price uh, in the previous segment. You said if you could get the Padres plus 160, you would take that against the Mets. Hmm. The other National League series is uh, St. Louis against Philly. St. Louis home field here. They're minus 135. Probably the right price. I don't know if there's any value in that series. I'm surprised the Phillies are... The Phillies are the longest shot in the National League. Mm-hmm. And the Guardians, who won a division, are the longest shot in the American League. How about that? That was surprising to me. But the Guardians are less than the Phillies. I, I, geez, you get you get some pitching with the Phillies. You worry about the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the right price. I just, I, It's hard to believe for me in the Cardinals because you, they don't even have an ace to their staff. And I know that sometimes you yeah. can get through with a lot of hitting in the playoffs, but uh, they're, they're awful hard. Streaky to me. Who do you throw in game one? Well, was Flaherty? I. What do you know about Flaherty? Nothing. Nothing. <clears throat> Montgomery, isn't it? Uh, would you go Montgomery or Wainwright? It was great. Well, except for one or two it's, starts. It's, it's, this is another one of these legacy starts. That's Don't you have thing. to start Wainwright? Yeah. Like what, what, the Cardinals as an, organization, as an organization, knowing what they are, yes. how they operate, it seems like they yeah. were going to go. Okay. Unbelievable at home this year, though, yeah. too, mm-hmm. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So your takeaway then on the on the Guardians. By the way, out here at a book that po- they posted earlier in the week, they've now adjusted. They, they had a coin flip on this game. They had each team a dollar eight. Guardians home field. Now they're a dollar twenty here. DraftKings dollar thirty. They should be favored. The Guardians should be favored. I think you can make an argument for all four dogs in these in these wild card series, except to me it's hard on Tampa Bay because they did. If you don't have glass now, you're McClanahan and what Springs. You've got Bieber. Mm-hmm. You've got McKenzie. I'm a little surprised they pitched Quantrill yesterday. He's unbelievable at all. Meaning, he doesn't lose. You can't use him till game three, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, they've won 14 right. of his last 15, and the loss was a relief appearance there in a rainstorm. Go. Hello. Yeah. Yep. I've been talking about Cal Quantrill and Danny <laughs> Mingdon for five years. At least one of them came yeah, true, right? right? No, seriously. No, it's unbelievable. They were always totally great under the radar. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Glasnow, his last start, 64 pitches. They allowed him to go after 50 the first time. Three and two-thirds. He did strike out seven. You I throw him but, in game two? But Can you? I don't know. Tough call. There's what, a lot what, of uncertainty there. What can you get from him? Five innings max, like eighty. Okay, let's let's get into this. Blue Jays uh, minus one seventy. Um, I'm sorry. No, you're right. Uh, I, well, why? What, you know that that Castillo and and Robbie Ray could end that series quickly. And God forbid, if you're Toronto, you have to throw Barrios in Game Three. Yeah, is that who they would throw? Yeah, I'd throw yeah. Ross Stripling if I would, but that's never going to happen. But I would. Over, I'd throw Ross mm-hmm. Stripling and get five innings out of him. I don't blame you. I I, can, I can't give the ball to Barrios. You have a poker background. Uh, what happened at the Hustler with uh, Robbie and Garrett, and this has just went viral. Is it, everyone has an opinion on it. Cheating allegations. I think she's married to a lawyer, which defamation stuff could come out. But it, it just was she gave the money back. I misread my hand. The explanation doesn't make sense. Changing her story. 
Can you give us a little a setup here about uh, this crazy poker hand and all hell that broke loose? Yeah, they're playing in a high-stakes you know, poker game televised at the Hustler Club. Four and 800 blinds, no limit hold'em, with a $100 ante. They're the blinds, and everybody folds. And he, from the small blind with the seven, eight of clubs, raises to 3,000. And she calls him 20, 2,200 more from her 800 with a jack four offsuit. And the flop comes two tens with the 10, nine of clubs. So he flops an open in a straight flush draw. She flops absolutely nothing. Small bet, 2,500, right, into a $7,000 pot. She calls. That's, that's an incredible call on the flop. Where's she going? <laughs> <laughs> the turns are three of hearts, a nothing, a total nothing. brick. He bets 10,000, right? She raises it to 20. He puts her all in for another 110,000. And now that she's waiting, she calls time, and the, the announcer's like, why is she asking for more time? What's her decision here? Now the video purports to show that like her jacket is buzzing. They think there was some signal. Yeah, yeah. But slightly after that, she calls another 109,000. Now they haven't turned their hands over. Both of them saying they have nothing. She's, I have nothing. It's just a bluff catcher. I'm just trying to catch a bluff. They agree to run it twice on the river. They haven't turned their cards over yet. The first, the first river card's a nine of diamonds. Double pairs the board. She wins with jack high over eight high. Then they, the other players, they turn your cards over, and she shows her hand. He can't believe it. He's looking in disbelief, and it's another brick. The ace of spades, and she scoops the pot. For 250000 So here comes all the allegations. She had to know his cards. There had to be some kinds of cheating. They have a conversation in the hallway of the Hustler Club, supposedly, with the management, and she gives him his money back from the hand. As I understand it, she right away said, do you want your money back? And then he eventually asked for it back. And then that's a, yeah, but that you make the hero call, and you, you hear, I feel bad. I, I This is all over the place. What could she beat with Jack High? Well, that's the other thing. You're right. She has nothing. She had to put him on the, uh, the low end of the straight draw or a tiny flush draw. So then they're trying to piece it like, why did you do that? And her, she kept changing her story. But well, this at one point, she was, said she thought she had a three in her hand and pair, hand had and a pair right. so she would beat Ace High with the a pair. Okay, this is Daniel Negreanu, one of the best poker <laughs> players ever. I've taught many novice players and I've had conversations that went like this. Why'd you check the river? I was trapping. You were last to act. I know, but I figured he wasn't going to call. So why not bet? I knew he didn't have anything. Point being, when an unsophisticated new player explains their thought process in a hand, in most cases, you should expect it to make little to no sense. I've experienced it countless times and recognize it with Robbie's comments after the hand. I, I had He's that a poker teacher, too. I had that Negrano quote ready for you because I thought okay. it was the most relevant to everything. Uh, yeah. Here's my point. If she was cheating and she had some way to know his cards, why would you ever expose that fact on that hand, which it's so unbelievable to say you're only cheating? Why wouldn't you do it on a hand where it's believable you would make a call or a raise? This hand is a, the only time she can make that call is if she knew that he had those cards. You would never give yourself away at that point. It's like giving up a source on something that's not that important. Why uh, ever give yeah. away the source? Yeah. She also kind of hinted the reason why she did it is that she kind Bullied. of felt that he was trying to bully her over time. Uh-huh. And so this was her way of getting back at her, at him. And if you go back, it was like a week before this, kind of the same thing happened. It wasn't to this extent, but, and then she's like, I think that you're, I don't think you have anything. I think, I, I think you're trying to like bully me the whole time. And I think it's garbage in your hand. So that's why I keep doing this to you. This guy's a hell of a player. As I oh, he's got, it he's too. got an unbelievable, he's got a great, uh, he's got a great reputation, yeah. very affable guy. But then the people were criticized. He's bullying a woman and he shouldn't have done that yes. to a woman. And, and in the, in the hallway. Yes. With the, with the staff. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing, I can't. I got to talk to David Baker about this. You got to talk great. to Mark Gregorich. I played many hands oh, okay. of 50, 175, 150 Omaha with Mark Gregorich. He's a top poker player. Okay, perfect. He's been in before. It's years, years ago. How about the fact that she's being backed by a player who's in the game? Now that happens. Really? Well, how about the fact that you're, you're backing the woman? Phil Ivey's in that game. You're backing this person? What, do you like to light money on fire? Phil Ivey's playing in the game with this guy. And she's being backed? Well, the, the problem there is because it's the same bankroll. It's not fair to the other players. I used to have, I used to play in this 30-60 Omaha game back in Chicago, and there was an old man, called him the milkman, because he used to be Jimmy Wynn. He's since passed. Uh-huh. But I never liked to bet him, right? I just felt, I, was, I had a soft spot in my heart. But the thing would be, people finally came to say, you can't just always check it down with him because it's not fair. You you bet, he three, you three bet, everybody got out, and then you checked it down. It looks like you're playing off the same bankroll. You can't have those... Those deals, you'll never bet each other. It's not fair. Mm. Bizarre. All right, time now for the pro tip of the hour. Mm. 
every hour uh, we do this across vsin they're available for subscribers only at vsin.com uh you're gonna get at least 20 a day so this is from mike palm betting like round robins if you do like to do this put one later at night so you can uh have a chance to get out with the last game on the board exactly always be able to monetize your ticket yeah they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. What do you think about this theory if you bet parlays or round robins to have the last game not only be an evening game, but then make it the favorite? Because if you want to get out and if you have a perfect uh, parlay card or a round robin going into it, it's easier to get down on the dog. I had a three-team round robin years ago. I think maybe it was 99. It was three bowl games. It was the biggest bet I ever made. But it was uh, the, the, the first game was like the <clears throat> Citrus Bowl or the Outback Bowl. I had Penn State over Kentucky. They won. Then Georgia Tech, Notre Dame. It all came down to Wisconsin and the Rose Bowl, which was going later. The problem was I had Wisconsin and Alvarez plus 13 and a half. What, what can I do to hedge that ticket? Yeah. Not, not much. You can't take, you, you know, money line on UCLA. They, it's a game they won outright, talking about Barry Alvarez's three bowl games oh, that's, with Ron Dane. Is it like and, 1991? Yeah, I mean, no, no. Got to be later than that. Okay. In 91, I would have been 18. Oh, that would have been Brent Moss. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Terrell Fletcher, I think, was They were on 13 and a half underdogs. Really? Went out right against okay. UCLA. Fired up for Notre Dame-BYU? I'm going with Brent. I'm going to go with Brent. I think the wrong team's favored. I, I agree. Don't you? I concur. I got no quarterback play. Yeah. You, better line with the with the Cougars, but we'll cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. <laughs> That's going to be sold out, I would think, yeah? Oh, yes. It'd be a great Tough crowd. ticket to get. Yeah. National, national following. Great. Holy war. Great job today. <laughs> well, Excellent you. appearance. Thank you. Sorry about Paul Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and your brewers. Oh, that's <laughs> pathetic. What See. a bad bunch. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties. And they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more from Beeson. Sign up for the from Beeson. Sign up for the from Beeson. Sign up for the from Beeson. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.